Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app or go to betmgm.com and enter code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Let's Talk Entertainment. We got another great guest for you guys today. Nolan Gunther is on of every podcast I love is dead. Super excited for this one, so we're gonna dive right on in. Nolan, welcome to Let's Talk Entertainment. How you been doing, man? I've been doing all right. It's been a kind of hectic, crazy week. I was supposed to have two interviews yesterday, but it was almost a blessing. The second band was like, Hey, we've got doctor's appointments. we got to pull out. I was like, Hey, by all means, that works for me. And two in one day is almost too much. Oh yeah. I've tried doing that for a while and it didn't work out at all. It was chaotic. Yeah. Uh, I uh, checked out the new episode of Epilid. Nice. How'd you like it? Loved it. Loved it. Nice. Thank uh, you. Casket robbery was great. Oh man, I love them. Sounded They're like so was... sweet and so kind, and yet yeah. the music's so brutal and guttural. It's awesome. Yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> I was actually listening to it at work. Were you? I'm not allowed to do that, but I do it anyway. Nice. I'm a rebel. But yeah, I've been listening to all your stuff, so it's been awesome. good to have time to actually catch up on it. So. Yeah, I know. I'm just kind of waiting for that time to be able to catch up on some podcasts again. I've I've fallen out of it. I've been trying to listen to new music and whatnot, but the next two weeks I'm taking a show break. So that'll help with kind of just like sorting everything out, letting the dust settle. Um, I'm on like a third round of interviews for a new job. So if I get that, I might have to quickly pivot and head back to work and do all that stuff. So, (laughs) yeah, uh, it's been rough with working down here. So working lots of overtime it's good for the bank account, but it's tired. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so you started Basic Ass Dudes podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, what What was the basis behind starting that? So it's funny because Joseph uh, Ammons, who, or sorry, you're Isaac Ammons. Oh, uh, my, my brother from... <laughs> From another yeah. mother. There you go. Yes. Uh, Joseph Carrasco, um, <laughs> who was the first guest on Epilid. Um, him and I have stayed in contact, much like you and I have stayed in contact and um, chatted since you've been on the show and, and stayed really close and whatnot. So he has his own podcast called The Cognitive Discourse, but he's both him and I are kind of in this. Uh, we've got a solo podcast. We kind of do our own thing. Um, mine is very niche. His is not as niche but it's a little bit more monologue driven and we're both geeks gamers you know fans of movies so he wanted to do something that was 
let's review movies let's talk about video games let's talk about pop culture and, and geek culture and all that stuff um which i was totally into so um it's kind of his brainchild and and him and i um throw around some ideas we switch off hosting uh duties each week um we kind of pick a topic we showcase a band on there so there's a lot of crossover with uh every podcast i love is dead because we've had uh finding aurora disconnected souls um next episode's gonna have uh or this past episode had casket robbery on it who was just on uh, every podcast i love is dead as well so um it's a great way for us to kind of blend all of the things that we love together yeah i've noticed that listening to both of them uh it's kind of going from one to the other and it's like i just continued the same episode with extra people and uh, <laughs> i started one episode i was like i already heard this answer why are you saying it again I'm like what <laughs> but yeah uh i really really like the base cast dudes podcast too um really excited for that one to get started uh didn't really like your first episode because i'm not really a horror guy <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair the, that's the only reason that's fair. Yeah, that first episode was top three. Did we do three or top five zombie movies? Uh, I think it was. Five? I think it was five. And I actually admitted to Joseph on that uh, conversation. I was like, to be honest, I don't really love zombie movies. I'm a huge horror movie fan. Watch a ton of horror movies, but zombies are probably fourth or fifth down the line in terms of like what kind of horror movies I enjoy. Um, but I kind of stayed within a theme. I like more comedic uh horror when it comes to zombies so i stayed within that realm and it worked out really well but yeah then we followed that one up with uh, our kevin james episode yeah i really <laughs> like that one i had fun with that you know it's one of those things where you i wanted to do like a guilty pleasures one where it's like i like a lot of movies i also like a lot of what people would consider to be bad movies and coincidentally, Kevin James happens to be in most of the bad Paul movies then. I really enjoy. <laughs> uh, I'm, I love Paul Blart. I love Zookeeper. I love all of those things. So we we're like, let's just do a Kevin James episode. And then, yeah, this most recent episode uh, we did on first person shooters, something that we both enjoy as well. Again, it's a little bit more specific than just like the broad, hey, what's your favorite video game? Um but yeah, that one was a lot of fun. And then our next episode, if I'm not letting the cat out of the bag too much, we're going to talk about our, I don't know, I want to call it like our desert island uh, or deserted island album. So the top three albums that we would take that we never skip a track. They may okay. not necessarily be our favorite albums or anything like that. It's just solid albums from a band that we love, that we there's no filler on there so right that one should be a lot of fun as yeah well. that'll be great I'm really i'll look forward to seeing that and what listening to that uh going back to the zombie conversation uh yeah i hate zombie movies i hate horror movies it's all terrible i never want to watch anything ever again like it <laughs> <laughs> i only watched one i guess you would call it a zombie movie and that was world war z Okay. Um, that's the only movie I've actually really liked and enjoyed watching and not stayed up all night afterwards watching it. But, <laughs> that's the one with Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's one, one I Pitt. haven't that's seen. A, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I would recommend it. But Nice. So, yeah, that's 
what's going on in your side of the world how how are things opening up in canada or is still things locked down pretty good oh uh, it's going in reverse now we uh obviously we spent the better part of the last year and a half with mask mandates and social distancing and on and off you can you know go to things in public you can't go to things in public indoor spaces are are limited whatever it might be and then the summertime was coming up and our our premier uh who it's like a, a governor um, right he's terrible uh to, <laughs> to say it as politely as possible he declared it would be the best summer ever lifted oh, all the restrictions um everybody kind of just rushed back to what they were doing before and now that the summer's coming to an end, schools are back, that sort of thing, our cases are nearing almost as high as what they were in the third wave of the pandemic as we go into the fourth. So wow. it's uh, it's really tough. I've said all along, like the, the biggest thing I want to do besides, you know, keep my family and, and my kids safe is go see a concert. I haven't seen right. a concert in nearly two years. And, you know, you know, I love live music. I love music. I just want to be there in that shared experience with, you know, 10,000 other people who uh, or even less than that, a thousand people for a lot of the bands I'll see in, in you know, a bar basement um, <laughs> there to just enjoy the music and that kind of cathartic release that you get from being in a mosh pit or just being there with that shared experience and that band on stage. So that's what I'm hoping to get back to there was a moment when things were starting to lift that concerts started to happen. Um, not great ones. I mean, there was a few Canadian bands that rolled through that, you know, take it or leave it. Then my, my mind started to change. I was like, I don't think I'm ready to be in that type of environment yet. So as much as I want to get back to live music, I don't really want to be shoulder to shoulder with somebody unmasked, don't know if they're vaccinated or not. Don't know if they're carrying it or not. Um, you know, at the, at the risk that I put somebody in my life in danger. So it's frustrating. I don't want to continue to be locked down, but um, I, I kind of wish that they would take better measures to just like, let's get it over with rather than sort of half-ass measures of like, well, we're kind of locked down, but still go to the mall and hang out with your friends and family there. We just right. don't recommend it. So yeah, I mean, we're, I'm totally in the same boat as you. Uh, we just had the Jonas Brothers. I know you're really into the Jonas oh, Brothers. Super so. Joe Jonas is so dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> we just had them in town uh, this past week, and I had bought my wife tickets for her birthday because uh, she was a really big fan of them. Uh, nice. But we decided we weren't going to go um, due to us starting to try to have a family, um, not knowing if that would interfere with that. So that was kind of a big, uh, a big roller coaster of emotion. Just yay concerts this week, and then and now we're not going to go. But I don't know. In due time, hopefully we will get back to it, and lots of big bands will hopefully roll through. I mean, it's St. Louis; everybody comes through here, right? So. Yeah, I mean, you're sort <laughs> of in a in a mecca, large city that you know attracts a lot of it. I was talking to a band yesterday in Great Britain, <clears throat> and they had just gone to they went as fans to a festival last weekend and they said it was basically back to normal. I mean, the UK has done 
not the best job, but a lot better than I would say most of North America. Um, so they're back to live music. They've been, you know, back to live music for a few months now and, you know, the festival experience and they sort of described that feeling of being there. And I just got the goosebumps and was like, Oh God, I long for that. But even honestly, you know, a Jonas brothers show something to look forward to. I find that's one of the biggest challenges is like, I don't have, an event to look forward to. I don't have a vacation to look forward to. I don't have, you know, going out for a Saturday afternoon to go do something to look forward to. There, there hasn't been a lot of that. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I know that's been a real drag here as well. Um, just not really much going on. Um, I had been watching a bunch of YouTube videos of like Reading Festival nice. um, over in the UK. So that's kind of gotten that fix. Um, for a little bit, just seeing how artists are coming back out and really get putting on great shows um, just to get back and watching Lollapalooza when that happened. That was a great event. I've always wanted to go to one of those. Yeah. Uh, either Lala or Reading or whatever. Yeah. I want to go to a massive festival. That is my goal. Um, yeah. So there's one in, uh, I mean, this might be a little bit out of your realm, but there's one in Montreal called Heavy Montreal. Um, and Montreal is a really big music city anyways. Um, they, they do this festival every year and it's just a ton of amazing metal bands that, that show up there and do that. So that's always been one that's on my bucket list, uh, to go to, but really any of the festivals, we don't get a lot of festivals in Western Canada. It's probably a bit of weather that plays into it. Cause it's kind of unpredictable. We can go from, you know, an 80 degree day to a 60 degree to a 40 degree raining day, all in you know, the, the span of 24 hours. So um, I think maybe that kind of keeps people away, but it would be nice to go to a, a big festival. Maybe not yet, but once, once things are normal, right? Right, right. You can always hope for the best. Yeah. Let's Talk Entertainment will return after a quick break. you love music, music news, and guest interviews with artists from all around the world across many different genres? My name's Nolan, and I love music. In fact, I love music so much I created a podcast entirely dedicated to it called Every Podcast I Love is Dead. Every week is a brand new episode where I interview musicians, artists, podcasters, radio hosts, and so much more. New episodes are available every Thursday on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms, and you can check us out on social media and at every podcast I love is dead.com. Hope you can join me. Now back to this week's interview. <laughs> so Jumping back into Epilid, uh, yeah. what do you? What are some big things you have planned for that? What's on the schedule? Well, um, as I mentioned, one of the big things is I'm taking a show break. There you <laughs> um, go. For the last 38 weeks, we Ooh. have run an episode every single week, and I know a lot of podcasters will do two or three episodes a week. I don't know how they find the time for that, um, but yeah, we've we've had 38 episodes in a row. We had the Christmas break before that, and we had three episodes in a row. 
So this will be nice to have a two week break to kind of just figure out next steps. I've got some bands lined up. Um, I'm working on my, my October schedule and that sort of thing um, to, to get that planned. And then we're coming up to in December, our, our one year anniversary. Um, there you go. So I'm trying to figure out what kind of celebration I want to do. If I'm going to have guests, if I'm going to do kind of leaning towards because my radio background, maybe doing a bit of a radio show, showcasing some of those guests, playing the music, parts of interviews, that sort of thing, a bit of a, a year in review, so to speak, but where, you know, you can listen to the tunes and not necessarily have to listen to every single interview all over again. So those are a few of the things on the radar. Oh, Halloween is another one. You know, it, it kind of makes sense on a, on a metal podcast to, to focus on the spooky month and talk about Halloween. And um, so I'm, I'm lining up a few potential guests and ideas for that as well. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I feel like if you want to take my advice, you should just do a one year anniversary of just all interviews, no music whatsoever, back to back to back to back to back just all your interviews <laughs> it'd be perfect man it'd be a long one because a lot of my interviews are cresting over an hour so right it's 38 a episodes <laughs> 38 <laughs> hour of, episode yeah you could binge uh, game of thrones sooner than than listening <laughs> to my podcast <laughs> might be more interesting too depending on what yeah. you're into <laughs> depends on the day <laughs> yeah so yeah uh you guys have been working on the basic ass dudes podcast uploads been coming out uh let's talk about your music taste what are you listening to so there's a there's a few things that are kind of going on these days i always kind of go back to the to the favorites i mean we're a week away from the spirit box album finally dropping eternal blue next friday uh, or whenever this episode releases september 17th um so i'm super stoked for that i have been listening to spirit box now for well over a year i guess coming up on two years it was a it was a, a pandemic discovery and I'm glad I did. Um, I've also, the Whitechapel is another band that I absolutely love. They've just released a new song called Lost Boy um, off their upcoming album, Kin, which is going to be out October 29th. So I think that one is going to be really exciting. And I've been consuming just a ton of Ice Nine Kills. Uh, he just released another new single called uh, Rainy Day. Um, Assault and Batteries came out, uh, which was fantastic it's such a fun song um and then there was the other one there that he released with uh, jacoby shaddix from papa roach so those are kind of the three things that are on heavier rotation these days um oh and thrice thrice has a new album coming out so anytime thrice does anything i'm all over it and so far the th first three singles from that album are outstanding yeah uh i've every episode i listen to epaulette i uh, usually go onto your playlist nice and you know it always adds that heavier taste to my rotation <laughs> uh since i'm just usually a country boy now because marriage well anyway. the good thing is, is i just added uh, some devil driver there you can go listen yeah. to copperhead road from from their outlaws album so that's a yeah, little bit I of country for you <laughs> i heard that on your uh last interview with casket robbery yeah heard you talking about that so yeah i was gonna look for it i forgot the name of it but thank you for bringing that back up <laughs> My i pleasure. will go check that out <laughs> well i'm glad that you brought up the the um the playlist as well that was something that a friend had suggested to me because he's like you know when i listen to your episodes i don't always remember 
what's happening in your releases, but he's like, I'd really like to hear that stuff. Why don't you do a playlist? I was like, yeah, I could do that. That's pretty cool. So since that point, I've just been adding anytime I talk, I usually do um, like two or three new releases that I'm listening to on my what's uh, what's on my playlist section and then a throwback album. So I'll take all of those songs, put them in the playlist. And then of course the guests that I have on the show, I put a couple of their their tracks on the playlist as well. So it's grown exponentially. There's a lot of music on there now. So I should probably go through and maybe take out some older stuff and refresh it each week. But you, there's like 13 hours of music there to listen to. Eh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. All that. <laughs> it's easier to add stuff than it is to take it out. Cause then it's like right. choosing your favorite child. It's like, well, <laughs> I don't want to remove this song cause I absolutely love it. And people haven't maybe haven't heard it yet. So. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. You can, Check that out on Spotify. Just search Epilid and what's on my playlist and that'll come yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I totally stole that idea from you. Um, so thank you for bringing that to my attention. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to, put, try, trying to put uh, as many guests as I can on there and just letting them get that exposure. Um, it's not very much exposure, but it is exposure. Yeah. And <laughs> so just trying to help them out in that way. So uh i love your new logo i do have Thank to say you. that it looks really good that was really our good. our friend the video the video yes yeah it was Dude, that guy always amazes me. oh he's so incredibly talented and just like really down to earth him and i went out for coffee uh, a couple weeks ago uh, and I actually gave him a shirt with with the logo that he designed on it because I wanted to thank him for nice the logo. So he was repping that for me, and um, yeah, he put together just this killer logo. I didn't even ask him to do it. He just sent me a message one day. He's like, "Oh, hey, I had some time. I was playing around with it. Here you go." I was like, "Holy shit, this looks awesome!" Yeah, um, but yeah, That's like great. outside of that, he's just constantly creating music that you and I both use um under the video uh title and he's put together four albums so far the synth wave dark wave metal metal and synth wave volume two he did tell me the other day that uh metal volume two is coming out which i'm super stoked for and he's just got so much in the hopper that that's coming out plus he works a regular job so (laughs) It's, it's one of those things where it's like, man, if I'm exhausted doing one podcast a week, plus he's streaming on Twitch, it's like, just l- take a look at the video. It's like, he's got just endless energy to be able to do all this stuff. So he's super impressive. Yeah. I'm so glad he's been coming out with that music. It's so good. Uh, it fits perfectly. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's easy to use. Um, so I'm really excited to keep continuing to use that. And just see what he comes out with more. Uh, probably going to start using a lot more of the metal album. I've been using a lot of synthwave and all that. Uh, just because that's kind of my taste. But yeah. I kind of want to broaden the spectrum a little bit. So hopefully we'll be getting, probably putting a lot of metal in this episode. So Nice. Yeah, I dig that. <laughs> for sure. Uh, well, I'm excited for another metal album too. Because I've used basically every song on that album so he does 15 songs on an album i've used it for um some of my production pieces intros outros um you know my before the break my after the break he's everywhere on there but it's a good time to to start refreshing that stuff so we'll uh we'll work on that once that album comes out and i told him i want a punk and a ska album so oh Man, now you got me excited. <laughs> right? I think that'd be <laughs> that'd great. Be great. I'd yeah, love to it'd use be that really stuff. good. Yeah, I really liked that one synthwave. He was actually using real synthesizers. 
uh, yeah so that was really cool yeah um i could really tell the difference so it's exciting yeah so we've been trying to get this episode done for a while <laughs> uh been having a lot of trouble so uh probably gonna make this season one or season two episode one nice. of lte so thank you for starting off the Get season kicking right. off <laughs> <laughs> i figured we'd been down for six weeks or so so might as well kick it back off with a new season uh so yeah it's really exciting yeah yeah it is i mean your show's great i you know a lot of the guests that are on there i've checked out and followed them on social media and really kind of you know even though a lot of them don't necessarily fall into like the musicians fall into my musical taste there's still a lot of really interesting personalities that come on there and you've had some great interviews with folks so um yeah i think it's great plus you're more episodes into season one than i was before i was like screw it i'm moving on to season two <laughs> going to two yeah i mean i was i was gonna keep one going but i figured why not we took a break um lots of stuff going on lots of stuff are changing so might as well kick off season two yeah yeah it's a that's a good idea and hopefully you're able to drum up some some good guests this season and, and keep getting it out there are you still using uh the matchmaker app for podcasts yep i use matchmaker.fm and i use podmatch um and then there's a bunch of facebook groups that i get on uh podcast guest connections is one of them that i use or just started using so we're getting to that we're getting that started so hopefully that'll move things in the right direction yeah so talking podcasting how did you what was your driving force of starting epilid i guess inadvertently it was the pandemic providing me a little bit more time um i guess that's what allowed me to do it what the drive was there is you know i've got my background in radio broadcasting and i've kind of been in and out of it over the last 15 20 years and the pandemic allows you this opportunity where you can do that stuff from home. So I started working on uh, KKNH, uh, which is now venue um, doing some remote on air stuff, which was really cool. It's a little bit restrictive though, because you can't necessarily play the music that you want to play, say the things that you want to say, you know, a podcast is really, that's your domain. That's your, your creative license to, to do what you want to do. Um, you know, obviously you have to be responsible with that and, and knowing that it has the potential to go out to millions of people. Um, it's not there yet, but it has the potential. Um, you just, you know, you have to be a little bit careful, but at the same time, I'm able to say what I want to say. I'm able to interview who I want to interview, play their music. Um, they can cuss if they want to. Uh, you know, it's it's just so much more freedom. And when I was trying to think of I, I wanted to do a podcast for a while and I was always kind of poking friends because I've got some really funny friends that it's like, man, this would just translate so well to uh, either an audio or a visual podcast. But it's always a time commitment thing between families and relationships and work and, you know, after work activities that used to exist, whatever it might be. It was just like, well, screw it. I'm home alone. I've got a mic. Um, it's quiet during the day when the kids are at school. So why not? Um, so fire it up. And it was like, well, what do I want to talk about? And I mean, it's easy enough for me because I'm such a music junkie to be like, well, I want to showcase the music I love. I'm passionate about, you know, music in general, but specifically metal rock punk. 
let's do a podcast about that. And it kind of fired up on a bit of a, I don't want to say a rocky note. It was just, I didn't really know where I wanted to go with it. And it's evolved over time. And now I think the, the right formula is there. I really kind of frame it as a show. I, you know, there's an intro, I do my news, I do what's on my playlist, we have a guest interview, then I do new releases, live streaming shows, and my outro. So it is a little bit formulaic now, but it's taken some time to kind of craft that and get to that point. And of course, guest interviews were a big part of where I think the show took off, because up until that point, it was a lot of just like, this dude's just in his basement on his microphone talking. Um, and it was getting listens and people were being responsive and stuff like that. But it was once I started booking guests that I started to, I think, really connect. And of course, guests help you out by sharing on their pages, getting the word out there, suggesting other bands. You know, I've had countless bands and artists that have been recommended by a guest I've had on the show. Then they recommend artists and guests. And then you just kind of keep that, that thing rolling. I was, I'm still on Matchmaker which we've both talked about is the dumbest name for a, a podcast tool. Every time I had to tell my wife, when I first downloaded, I was like, look, if you ever go through my phone and I've got this app called matchmaker.fm, I was like, this is 100% for podcasts. I'm not trying to find a hookup behind your back. It's just a dumb name for the tool, but I'm on there. Um, I just haven't, I haven't had a ton of, I don't know if it's that I haven't had a ton of success. Um, or I've just kind of got my own pipeline flowing now, you know, um, I found you on there. So we connected through there. Um, I had a few other guests that I connected with through there. And then I sort of just departed it. If somebody messages me through there and wants to be on the show, great. Obviously I'll entertain it. My profile is still up there, but now it's just this pipeline of, of artists who I don't always have to reach out to anymore, which is really nice. I get emails, I get messages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are just, that's, that's the place to be. If you can get the right tweets, if you can be part of the right hashtags, get the right mentions, well, this band knows this band. And now this band is going to follow you on, on Instagram. So I always give them a follow back. And then usually what happens is they drop a message saying, Hey, we've got this new single coming out. We'd love to be featured. Awesome. That makes my life easy. So um, it's been a bit of a journey with podcasting, but it's one of those things where once you start doing, if you love it and, you know, I think I'm good at it. I don't know about everybody else, but you know, I love it. I think I'm good at it. That's all I want to do. I just want to podcast. I just want to support my podcast by building out my social media and my website and promotions and marketing and all of that stuff. And then of course it led to basic ass dudes now that's that's fired up and i've actually got a few ideas kind of rolling around my head for some more theatrical type podcasts i think it would be a lot of fun i've got a theater background as well um i think it would be a lot of fun to do some radio plays i mean if you go back to classic radio and think of things like the shadow um those were great things to listen to back then and since people are consuming podcasts like crazy Sometimes it's kind of nice to get a break from the monotony and, and listening to, you know, the same hosts do the same thing. Wouldn't it be cool to do a bit of a radio play, to do a bit of a story, to reenact a book, to reenact a script, to reenact, um, you know, whatever it might be. I think that'd be a lot of fun as a podcast. I just have to find the right people to do it and, and, you know, make sure that I've got the rights to do it and, 
all of that stuff, but it's just, it snowballs, man. Like you just want to do more and more and more uh, of it. So when it, I'm sure the next two weeks are going to be a little bit killer where it's like, okay, I know I should be doing something for the podcast, but I, I don't want to, episodes, right. <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to take a break, but that's all I'm going to think about. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's been a good journey so far, I would say. Yeah. It seems like if so, you've just been keep pumping out content and it's been great. Uh, so yeah, talking about, yeah, no matchmaker is a terrible name for that app. <laughs> I don't know what you don't type in.com. I don't want to know what happens. <laughs> you might not get the right website. Uh, yeah, I've noticed uh, ma- matchmakers really slowed down for me too. Yeah. Uh, just been reaching out through different realms, uh, different services so that's really slowed down for me as well um that was my first go-to you were actually the first person that messaged me on matchmaker so that was kind of fun nice uh it was very shocking actually so, <laughs> but, oh, always good to wants, get those notifications guy wants to talk to me why i don't know <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah so i know with my show it's mostly just the interview portion um I know you have like the news and stuff. I'm trying to get to that. I'm trying to break it up into segments, just develop more. Um, but that comes with time. Yeah. Uh, still I get working a full-time job is hard enough and doing just the interviews. Um, so hopefully when I get my Christmas break, I will start developing more um, and then just keep building from there. So that's the goal. Um, really want to build this up pretty big. I mean, if it gets massive, awesome. If it doesn't, all right. At least you're having fun. <laughs> right. Just meeting cool people and yeah. uh, talking about pretty much them. So, you know, people like talking about themselves. So why didn't might as well give them a platform to do so. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's been great. It's been a great ride. Um, I think this will be 13 episodes total. Nice. So Lucky 13 number 13. 14. Yeah. <laughs> So we're just going to keep building and hopefully keep getting guests and stuff and building from there. Keep, keep putting out content. Uh, yeah. The, the momentum will help grow things. You know, I've talked to a lot of people about podcasting and about sort of that success and how it's building up. And I think there's a little bit like, especially when you have one of those episodes that just slays and you get the numbers that you wanted to, and you get the traction that you want and you start going, Hey, this could turn into something. So you get your hopes up a little bit early when the next episode maybe doesn't perform as well. Um, And I think it's just a matter of over time, you know, there's a bit of a dedication, I think for sponsors and guests, they want to be part of a podcast that has some longevity so if it's like you're starting a new podcast every six months because the last one didn't work you're moving on to something new you're moving on to something new i don't think that it gives that track record that you need meanwhile you know you're pushing towards a year two years some you know seven eight years they start to get monetized it just doesn't happen right away and i don't think that we get the ability to quit our day jobs just yet (laughs) <laughs> i don't plan on it <laughs> that's not in the works right now but yeah i mean it's been fun and even i've noticed myself whenever i do put out an episode every three and a half months or whatever uh <laughs> looking at the numbers even if just one person listens to it it's i consider it a success for me yeah that way well 
I like to keep my standards very low. So when I exceed that, it's like, yes, but no, uh, even just like keeping them low. So you're not like disappointed by if it doesn't go that way and just, uh, not building yourself up for failure, um, just to be let down because you got three views instead of 15 that you were wanting. Uh, so I, I pretty much consider any view a success, even if it just goes up one, one view per month. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I think it's really cool. Um, just to think people are sitting there listening to me, talk to people for no reason. At I all. always find it but, interesting. Um, you know, new release day, there's usually the biggest jump. And for about a week after that, you still get listens trickling in, but I find it interesting when all of a sudden I get a bunch of listens on an older episode because that is no longer being marketed. I'm not posting about it on social media. It's just organically somebody has found it, or maybe they've followed a band and realized that they were on a podcast months ago. So they're checking it out. Um, I always think that's interesting. And those are the, those are the listens that I think I appreciate the most. I appreciate all my listens for sure, but the ones that I think I appreciate the most are the ones who, oh, the cat's here for a visit. Um, <laughs> yes. The ones who find it organically, they kind of just came across it and maybe you gain a fan out of that, or maybe they were just there for that band, that guest, that artist, whatever it might be. Um, but it's still kind of cool to, to see that happen. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know. Yeah, I'm turning on. I'm working. I'm using a new mic, a different mic now. Oh, so. nice! Not the Yeti anymore. No, I got rid of the snowball. It's on my desk. So, uh, but yeah, I got a Walmart brand one, but I feel like it's doing well. Um, Sounds great. Got a, yeah, yeah, it's got a mute button on it, so that's kind of nice. Instead of having to click on and off of Zoom and yeah. people getting confused if you're know what you're doing or not <laughs> <laughs> just casually reach up and touch the mute button and then but i always forget which way i pushed it so i don't know if it's on or not so that's why i'm looking down at it all the time it's the most uh, awkward when you really have to fart and you forget to mute <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or you feel a burp coming up and you're yeah. like oh man and there it is you just own it at this point it, <laughs> it's that was our special guest yeah anyway. keep it in the episode <laughs> But yeah, so on that note, just trying to continually build up. I want to get some more equipment, get like maybe some more sound equipment, make it sound better. Because um, right now I'm just using this little cheap mic and a little Mac Mini I got for a hundred bucks. But nice. yeah, store. It's a 2011, so All it's right. really old. But hey, it's kicking. So I'm just really looking forward to where this show is going to go and looking forward to where Epilet's going to go and Bitch Cats Dudes, two great shows, two of my favorites. Um, always on looking forward to release day. So oh, I appreciate that. I like being on the other side of the mic this time around because I've had you now on yeah. the show twice. So twice. It's good to be uh, interviewed rather than be the inter <laughs> interviewer. Well, yeah, it's always good to talk with old friends and yeah, absolutely. Get to see what they're doing. So looking forward to new episodes coming of epilid uh new basic ass dudes uh really excited for that um so yeah really appreciate you coming on taking a little time out of your day and just talking with me for a little bit my pleasure yeah it's been great 
and if be sure everybody i forget that you guys are out there listening to this we're not just making this for us to listen to but <laughs> i <laughs> will sure. though i'll give you that listen hey thanks so i know where the one comes from yeah there you go uh, <laughs> be sure to go check out epilid and basic attitudes links will be in the description uh we'll check out our instagram and we'll tag nolan and all that um epilid's page and all that stuff on there uh follow us on facebook follow him on facebook and stuff uh all links will be in the description and be sure to check out his new episode featuring casket robbery on epilid nolan thanks for coming on the show man my pleasure my dude i appreciate it yeah for sure we'll talk to you later yeah Special thanks to Nolan Gunther for coming on the show this week. If you haven't already, be sure to go check out every podcast I Love is Dead. Links will be in the description below. I know you guys won't be disappointed. It's a great show, super entertaining, so go check that out. Can't wait for next week. We got Katie Thompson on the show, so be ready for that. And then next week, we have an, the week after that, sorry, we have another special guest. Uh, but I can't wait to announce to you guys, so... Be on the lookout for that. Go follow our social media. You know where it's at. And until next week, hope you guys stay safe. Let's Talk Entertainment is created, produced, and hosted by me, Isaac Ammons. Thanks for joining us. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 